what I find most empowering and exciting about financial goals isn't just seeing those numbers sit in my bank account or on my profit and loss statement from my CFO. It's what the money allows me to do, be, and have. It's about what I will get to experience, how I get to show up for other people, and what it will bring into my life. Welcome to the Grind and Be Grateful podcast. I'm your host, Marie Wold, business mentor, social media and sales expert, and lifestyle entrepreneur committed to educating and empowering women to build the lives and businesses of their dreams. Each week, my guests and I are proving that with hard work and the right mindset, absolutely anything is possible. We are here to bring you not just inspiration, but also actionable takeaways that you can use to create a life you love right now. We are also talking all things entrepreneurship and personal development, including wellness, social media, confidence, sales, business strategy, mindset, wealth building, and so much more. Thanks for tuning in. Now let's jump into today's episode. Wow. Hello. Welcome back to the Grind and Be Grateful podcast, my friends. I could not be more excited to be recording this episode because it means we are officially back in action. We are relaunching back and better than ever. As I've touched on a few times before when I've just popped in with an episode here or there, there have been a lot of changes since we released episode one of this show couple years back, both in my business, in my personal life, in my goals, my interests. And I simply needed a hot second to regroup and revamp the podcast so that when it did come back, it was back, back 100%. I don't half-ass anything. So we waited until I could use my full ass, you know? (laughs) So we are back in action. We are committed to weekly episodes once again, and I could not be more thrilled to have this part of my business and my content back. And I'm going to give you a few updates. I'm not going to do a huge ramble, but I do just want to get you up to speed on the vision for this show, my plans for the show, as well as a really, really exciting giveaway to celebrate us being back. And then we'll dive into today's topic, which is the 2021 game plan for getting healthy and wealthy, which I know you are really um, excited about. So a few, a few updates. Number one, this show is still going to be the ultimate resource for ambitious women who want to create the lives of their dreams through entrepreneurship, personal development, wellness, mindset, wealth building, and more. The overall goal of this show has not really changed. If anything, we are focusing a bit more on solo episodes, a bit more on entrepreneurship versus before we had a vast majority of our episodes being interviews and with a more wellness focus. Wellness is still going to be a part of the show. Interviews are still going to be a part of the show, but we'll be focusing a bit more on solo episodes where I can really dig deep into a focus topic and deliver those actionable takeaways that you've come to know me for. But of course, again, we'll still have incredible guest experts on a regular basis so that we can bring in new perspectives and continue to explore important topics with the people who do it best. So that is the heart and soul of this show is not changing. Do not worry. 
we have committed and recommitted to a weekly upload schedule, so you can now expect a new episode every single Wednesday. Make sure that you are subscribed to the show on your favorite podcast platform so that you don't miss it. And last but not least, probably the most exciting part for you is to celebrate the relaunch of the Grind to Be Grateful podcast. We are doing an epic giveaway. I love the excitement I've been seeing about this show coming back. So to say thank you, I am giving away a pair of Apple AirPods to one grand prize winner and five Grind to Be Grateful limited edition crewnecks to that winner plus four more people. So a bunch of prizes for you guys just as a thank you for being here and being such a huge supporter of the show and being the reason why why we're back. I got so many requests, so many people telling me that they missed it and that it was their favorite podcast. So we are back because of you and your support. All you have to do to enter is number one, subscribe to the show and then leave a rating and review on the Apple Podcasts app telling us why you love the show. You must, in your rating and review, leave your Instagram handle in it so that we know where to find you if you win. And if you've already left us a review in the past, you can still enter by updating your existing review. Again, make sure to include your Instagram handle. And this has to be on the Apple Podcasts app. All you have to do to do it is search the show in the search bar, search Grind to Be Grateful, then scroll down to the ratings and reviews section. Super easy. Plus, you can also get a bonus entry by sharing a screenshot of you tuning in on your Instagram story and tagging me at Marie. E. Wold. So you can literally just screenshot your screen right now, pop it into your Instagram story with a little blurb or reason why you love the show, tag me, and that will get you an extra entry. So the giveaway has started as of now. As of this episode being released, we'll be tallying the entry starting now, and then the giveaway will be open through January 23rd, 123, which is my birthday. I'm turning 26. So even if you don't care about the prizes, leaving the show a review is an amazing birthday present and I will love you forever. So would love if you did it regardless, but leave your Instagram handle if you want to be entered in the giveaway. Oh, and one more exciting thing. By popular demand, we have also brought back Grind and Be Grateful merch to celebrate the podcast. And you can get in on the pre-order until midnight on January 23rd as well. The link to order pre-order will be in the episode description or in my Instagram bio. We have some really cute sweatshirts as well as an amazing mug available. Sweatshirts are in a bunch of really cute colors. And again, I got so many requests to bring these back. So those are a thing as well. That should be it for housekeeping. So get excited because we are back and ready for an amazing 2021 filled with the best episodes we can possibly create. And being that we just started the new year, this is the perfect time to talk about what we can do and who we need to be in order to reach all of our goals. So let's huddle up and make a game plan, especially when it comes to getting healthy and wealthy. You know I'm about that life and I'm going to be sharing my goals and plans along the way too. So I want to talk money first. We're just going to dive right into it. If you're new to the show, I am all about an actionable takeaway. We love an action taker. I cut to the chase. I do not beat around the bush. I want to not just inspire you with this show, but help you take action and help you 
make tangible changes in your life. So we just we just get right to the good stuff, okay? So I want to talk money first because it is a topic that so many people avoid, but if you know me, you know that I am unapologetic about my pursuit of wealth. And I believe that money in the hands of ambitious, heart-centered women can only make the world a better place. And if you're sitting here thinking like, nah, I don't need more money. I'm getting by. I'm good. That's your prerogative. But I'm also going to push back on you for a second because most times I hear this, it's actually a sign of a money mindset issue. So I'm about to start talking about setting wealth goals, growing your wealth, pursuing wealth, desiring wealth. And if you're thinking, no, that's not me, I just want to challenge you for a second. So ask yourself, do I see people who want and have wealth as greedy? This is kind of a litmus test to see where your money mindset's at. Do I see people who want and have wealth as greedy? Do I see money as positive, negative, or neutral? And what stories around money was I taught as a kid? I just want you to think on these. If you want to, you can pause and journal on these for a second. But I find that if you can just be honest with yourself about these questions, you will uncover the truth about where your money mindset is at. And it's okay if it needs work because as soon as you can identify that, you can start improving it. But here's what I know to be true about money and wealth. Number one, desiring wealth does not change who you are as a person. So consider this pep talk, (laughs) this section of the episode, giving you permission and helping you own the desire to be wealthy this year. Okay. So desiring wealth does not change who you are as a person. Money only makes people more of what they already are. So to give you some ideas for monthly, daily, weekly action steps, for me, that looks like monthly, I am planning out my call schedule with my clients. I'm opening availability for meetings. I am figuring out what we're doing in terms of like our family schedule. And I'm also taking a look at where are we at with our financial progress, where are we at with our bank balances, our credit cards, all that stuff. So on a monthly basis, we're doing just a a general check on where we at with our goals, are things planned and in the right place. And of course, I have regular meetings with my team and my CFO to check in on on the progress of the business. And personally, when we start a new month, I just check in with myself and do a more advanced check in than the weekly one that I'm going to share with you. Weekly, I will do a self check in terms of the previous week and how the next week needs to be different. I'll talk about that in a moment. Another thing that I like to do weekly is I have two um, workouts, two resistance training workouts. I ride horses four days a week, which is usually anywhere between like one to three horses each time I go to the barn. Other things I do weekly, I get prepped, fresh cooked meals delivered to my house. And then something else that we are incorporating into our life this year is we will be hiring a house manager to come in once or twice a week to basically help us run our household because both Andrew and I work extremely hard. We both essentially work for ourselves. Andrew is a loan officer for home mortgages and he is super busy, especially with the Austin real estate market right now. And we're both very busy and we would rather put our time and energy into our business or each other or our hobbies than running our house. So we're hiring a house manager who will come weekly. And then as far as how to 
feel or how to make sure that you are feeling the right way every single day, that's going to come down to your daily rituals. So for me, that's things like walking our dogs, drinking plenty of water, eating my healthy meals, moving my body, even if it's a day that I'm not resistance training or going to the barn, moving my body every day, getting at least eight hours of sleep, not working late, you know, like getting off screens and managing my stress, like having a self-care moment. Okay. So that's an example of how you can break down what needs to happen monthly, weekly, daily. And then of course, that also, if you are an entrepreneur, will apply to your business, right? You need to make sure that you have your monthly, weekly, daily priorities mapped out as well. And you can consider this section of the episode, my pep talk and your permission slip to pursue and desire wealth this year. Because here's what I know to be true. Desiring wealth does not change who you are as a person. Money only makes people more of what they already are. So if you're a good person, money will only make you a more powerful force for good. Let me repeat that. Money only makes people more of what they are. So if you're a good person, money will only make you a more powerful force for good. Okay. And on that thought, money is neutral. It is not inherently good or bad. I see wealth as simply having more power to choose. Having money gives you infinitely more choices about your lifestyle, about your impact, about your generosity, about your quality of life, about your environment, even your time, and so much more. It doesn't make anyone into something they weren't already. It simply gives you more power of choice. Okay. And last but not least, your money mindset is mostly shaped during your childhood, especially from observing your parents' relationship with it. Many of us heard things like money doesn't grow on trees or money is the root of all evil or that rich people are greedy. And that's not your fault that you were taught toxic money mindset or toxic beliefs surrounding money, but it is your responsibility to heal it as an adult. It's not your fault that that's what you're taught, but it's your responsibility to heal those wounds. So if that's something you want to dig deeper into, if you're like, oh shit, I think my money mindset needs some work. If that's something you want to dig into deeper after this episode, look up episodes 52, 42, and 28 next, because those will be incredibly helpful for you. Personally, I'm really proud to say that I have a great mindset with money now. It's something I've worked on a lot, but it wasn't always that way. And I'm super motivated by the pursuit of wealth. So I usually kick off my annual goal setting with financial goals. So that's why that's why we're talking about getting healthy and wealthy this year, because financial goals are a huge part of my goal setting. And I'm going to share with you guys what my actual financial goal is this year as well. So I start my financial or I start my annual goal setting with financial goals. However, what I find most empowering and exciting about financial goals isn't just seeing those numbers sit in my bank account or on my profit and loss statement from my CFO. It's what the money allows me to do, be, and have. It's about what I will get to experience, how I get to show up for other people, and what it will bring into my life. Okay. So, for example, the big financial goal for my business this year is to make $1 million in revenue. And yes, just thinking of the number 1 million is a bit exciting. That's a big number, two commas, seven figures. But what it really means to me and the, the true 
deeper why behind it is that 1 million will allow me to bring on more amazing team members and support their livelihoods and their families. It means I'll be able to buy my dream horse. It means that Andrew and I will be able to have an incredible wedding stress-free. It means that I can invest heavily into my future and it means that I can give generously to causes I care about. And that is what really excites me about the pursuit of wealth, not the number itself. Like a million dollars, yes, it's exciting. But what really keeps me putting in the work every day, especially when it gets hard, is what that financial goal allows me to do, be, and have. So I want you to think about your other desires when it comes to your lifestyle, your impact, your relationships, your environment, and then figure out like how much money do you and or your business need to make to support that life. And then that is how you decide what your big financial goal for the year is. So again, go back and kind of think, almost reverse engineer it. What do I want my lifestyle to look like? What do I want my impact to look like? What do I want my relationships to be like? What kind of environment do I want to live in? And then figure out, okay, what is it going to take financially to make that happen? And then that becomes your big financial goal for the year. And you can even think of it, if you are a business owner, how much money do I need to pay myself? And then how much money does my business need to make to make that possible? So for me, that's $1 million in business revenue. From there, I recommend reverse engineering into smaller goals and all the moving pieces to create a plan of action. So I ask questions like, how much do we need to do in sales each month? How does that correlate with our offer suite? So how much do we need to sell of each program? How many students do we need to get into online coach kickstart? How many students do we need to get into content boss? How many private clients do I need to work with? How many people need to be in online coach empire mastermind? Do I need to introduce new offers? What do I want my schedule to look like? Personally, a huge goal for me in 2021 is to get down to four hour workdays consistently. So far at the beginning of the year, we've had a lot of big projects underway, including relaunching the podcast. So that has definitely not happened yet, but that is a big goal for 2021. I want an incredible work-life balance and I'm pretty good with boundaries. If I work late, it's because I choose to, but I want to even have more boundaries with myself, I guess, so that I can really work less. And that's also going to require team tangent over. But what do you want your schedule to look like? What does the team need to look like to support that level of performance? So I know if I want to work four-hour workdays and hit a million dollars in revenue, team needs to be super strong. And what knowledge gaps do we need to fill? Like, are there are there things missing? Do I know how to accomplish all that that huge goal? And do I know how to accomplish all the smaller goals underneath it? Or am I going to need to learn new skills, new strategies? Do I need accountability? And that thought process is going to be what allows you to map out your year from a bird's eye view and then start getting detailed in at least the first few months. So I don't stress too much about having it all figured out later in the year in terms of having like a super detailed sales plan. But definitely quarterly. And we have our milestones and big goals there to guide us and keep us moving forward. So we know exactly what's happening Q1, Q2, and kind of the further down we go in the year, things get a little bit more flexible, a little bit more broad, because as we know, so much can change in a year. So much can even change in a month or a week. So we have plans, but we're not married to them. And we also remember that there are a lot of different ways to hit the same goal. I like to say that you stay focused and 
dedicated to the goal, but flexible about the methods. So anyway, once I set my big financial goal and the milestones underneath it for the year, then I'll start moving into my personal goals surrounding my health, my relationships, my personal development. And now that I have my financial goal and game plan, I can more easily see what choices I will have in these areas. So see how that feels. Having that financial goal gives you kind of that power and that leverage to decide like, how do I want to show up? What are the things I want to invest in? What are the things I want to indulge in? What are the different things I want to use that financial power for? And it really translates very clearly to the personal side of your life. So that is why I love starting with the, the financial side. I think you you can do it either way, but personally, starting with financial goals first makes a ton of sense and also allows me to really look at like what investments I can make, what experiences I can afford and things like that. So there are a few questions I ask myself when I'm planning out my personal goals. And they start with, how do I want to feel? Because yes, I can say, you know, some of my personal goals for this year are to like get a new horse, get married, work less, things like that. But most importantly, the year is made up by days. The year is made up by days and minutes, and it's not just these big milestones. It's also about the process. So how do I want to feel every day, not just the day that I hit one of my goals, not that, not just the day that we hit that $1 million. How do I want to feel every single day in the process? So some words that come to mind when I think about this for myself are like energized, motivated, strong, fit, confident, capable. So how do I want to feel just in general? And then I also, again, going back to the big financial goal, how do I need to feel to hit my big financial goal? And this would apply for any big goal. How do I need to feel, aka how do I need to show up in order to hit that big goal? And to hit a million dollars, I'm going to need to feel capable. I'm going to need to feel confident in the value I offer. I'm going to need to feel focused. I'm going to need to feel energized. I'm going to need to feel motivated. So there might be some overlap here, but I'm going to explain in a second why this is important. You need to get so clear on how you feel every day. And if you're familiar with manifestation, you know that it all starts with feeling things in your body, feeling your goals in your body, feeling how you want to be, who you want to be, and how you want to show up in your body first. So I think really, really clearly about how I need to feel and how I want to feel. Then I ask, what actions are going to get me closer to those feelings? So obviously things like eating well, daily journaling and affirmations, staying on top of my schedule and planning, working out consistently, drinking enough water and eating vegetables. You can start off a little broad and then we'll get clearer on what that actually means on a daily, weekly, monthly level in a second. But what actions are going to get you closer to those feelings? Just brainstorm on it. Okay. And then ask yourself, Who do I want to be like as a human, as a partner, as a friend, as an athlete, if you're if you have a sport, who do you want to be? For me, some words that came up were kind, generous, strong, genuine, supportive, loyal, disciplined. That's how I want to show up for myself, for others, for my passions. And then also asking what other accomplishments do I want to hit? And for me, you know, my big passion is horses, major horse girl energy over here. If you didn't know, now you do. I want to find my next horse this year, my next partner. 
and start competing with them and really find my dream horse. I do have a horse right now. His name is Spiffy and I love him very much, but it was not a long-term partnership for us. I'm very fortunate to have had him for the time that I did, but it is time for him to have an easier job and it is time for me to move up to my next partner. So for me, that's another big accomplishment I want to hit this year. So basically this section, you have thought about how do I want to feel? What do I need to feel in order to hit that big financial goal? What actions are going to get me closer to those feelings? And then who do I want to be? How do I want to show up? And then lastly, what other accomplishments do I want to hit? Then we need to figure out what is the gap here? What else do we need in order to make all of these goals possible? Do I have the resources to create and execute the game plan to hit these or do I need help? Okay, so I want you to end this episode knowing how to create this game plan, but there may be some resources, some gaps, some help that you need in order to really flesh it out. So who would be the best person to help you in this in this case, either to help you create the game plan or to execute the game plan? Do you need a business coach? Do you need a financial planner? Do you need a fitness coach? Do you need an accountability group? Do you need a therapist? These are all valid and they are all so beneficial. I've worked with all of these types of people in the past. And then what do you need to know? Do you have knowledge gaps on how to execute something specific? So for example, is it I need to learn about content creation? I need to get content boss. I need to know about content creation so that I can attract more clients to grow my business, right? Or maybe you're in the earlier stages and you don't even know where to start. You need the roadmap. So you're someone who, if that's for starting an online coaching business, you need online coach kickstart, right? So what do you need to know? Where are the gaps here and who would best help you? Okay. So these are all the questions I want you to ask yourself when you are formulating your game plan and using what you already know, Obviously, if you if you know that you don't know what you don't know uh, and you don't know where to start, then there will be some question marks here. But using what you already know, what are going to be the action steps that you need to take to do the right things and feel the right way to hit that big financial goal, hit those lifestyle goals and upgrade yourself in 2021? And I want you to break this down. What are the things that you need to do monthly? What are the things you need to do weekly? And what are the things you need to do daily to hit these goals? Okay, so get super, super clear on what are the concrete action steps. And I think this is some, this is part of where people get really tripped up when it comes to actually reaching their goals. I recently heard a statistic that only like 8% of people reach their yearly goals. And I, I promise you this is a huge part of the problem is that we set these big lofty goals or maybe they're not even that big, but we set a goal that sounds great. It feels great, but we lack a concrete plan and we lack that intentionality about how we show up day in and day out. Okay. So I want you to get super clear and I recommend writing this down. You may even want to listen to this episode twice, write down what are the monthly, weekly, daily action steps you need to do the right things and feel the right way. Remember, we're also taking how we want to feel into account here. So if you want to feel energized every day, and if you know you need to feel energized to hit those goals, what is going to allow you to do that? Is it in bed by X time, get X hours of sleep, 
no drinking during the week, what is, what is going to help you actually feel energized. Then last but not least, make those action steps into a game plan and put them in your planner or add them right into your calendar where, where possible. Okay. So if you know daily, my goal, I need to wake up, journal and walk my dog. And that's going to make me feel energized and focused and prepared. Okay. So add that, literally add that to your calendar as a recurring event. Andrew and I share a calendar event of walking our dogs every single morning. Okay. Put them in your planner. If you know that there's a weekly ritual, which I'll talk about in a second, if you know there's a weekly ritual, put that in your calendar. I swear by Google calendar. If you follow me on Instagram, you watch my Instagram stories, you know, my Google calendar is color coded with my brand colors and everything. If it's not in my Google calendar, it doesn't exist. So everything that is crucial to me reaching my goals gets put on my calendar. And I swear to you, that is one of the biggest game changers and one of the reasons why when I set a goal, I hit it. Okay. So once you've completed this planning process, this is kind of, this is a tough love moment. Once you complete this planning process, you will feel on top of the world. And you'll feel so motivated, but, but not to be a buzzkill, that feeling is going to fade. The moment that you are setting there, setting the goal will be the most motivated you feel probably during the entire process of you pursuing it. If you're here listening to this episode, I know that you're a go-getter with big goals. I know that you want to challenge yourself. So shit is going to get hard at times. You are going to be challenged and that's a good sign. You're growing but you can't let that stop you. So firstly, I want you to remember that challenges and even failure are part of the process. And secondly, have a game plan for checking in with yourself and evaluating your progress on a consistent, regular basis. Personally, I like to do that on Sundays. I look back on the previous week. I look back on my calendar. I look back on my to-do list. I use Asana for task management and project management what didn't get done, what went well, what didn't go well, what do I need to do better in the upcoming week to ensure that I'm living, acting, feeling in alignment with my goals. And just again, doing like an honest pulse check of how things are going. It doesn't have to be a big process, but that simple act of honestly checking in with myself each week keeps me moving forward and keeps me from six months down the road being like, oh shit, 2021 is already halfway over and I haven't accomplished anything because I am checking in with myself weekly and holding myself accountable. If you really struggle to hold yourself accountable, know that about yourself and put yourself in a better position to be held accountable by someone else. Typically investing in a coach or a mentor is going to be the best way to do that. So that is my process for setting goals. That is my process for staying accountable. That is my process for figuring out what my actual financial goals are and my intentions for how I want to show up each and every day, and then getting it down on paper as a game plan on what I need to do monthly, weekly, daily. I am so proud of you for setting big goals this year. I already know that you have but I'm excited for you to get even more clear. And I'm thrilled that I get to support you along the way now that the podcast is back. If you are excited to have weekly episodes, again, please be sure to subscribe and leave us a rating and review, which will enter you into our giveaway. Remember that you need to include your Instagram handle. I will have the steps in the show notes in case you need them. But quick recap, I'm going to give away a pair of Apple AirPods to one grand prize winner and five Grind and Be Grateful limited edition crewnecks for that winner, plus four more people. 
All you have to do to enter is subscribe and leave a rating and review on the Apple Podcasts app telling us why you love the show. You must include your Instagram handle in the review so we know where to find you if you win. And if you've already left us a review in the past, you can still enter by updating your existing review. Plus, you can get a bonus entry by sharing a screenshot of you tuning in to your Instagram story and tagging me. My handle is Marie E. Wold. And finally, we'll be tallying the entries starting now. The giveaway will be open through January 23rd, my birthday. That is the best birthday present you could possibly give me is supporting the show. Thank you so much for tuning in and supporting us. Never forget that with hard work and the right mindset, absolutely anything is possible. And until next time, grind and be grateful, my friend. Thank you so much for tuning in and spending some time with me today. I hope you loved this episode. And if you did, please take a moment to share it with someone or pop the screenshot up on your Instagram story and tag me. I especially love when you guys share a little on why you enjoyed the episode so that I can keep making more content that you want to hear. Last but not least, don't forget to hit subscribe and I will see you again next week. Until then, grind and be grateful, my friend.